Pull up a stool and pour yourself a pint, as you're about to join three intrepid drinkers, Kevin, Justin, and Mark, as they embark on another Beer-tastic Voyage. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Beer-tastic Voyage. My name's Kevin. I'm Mark. And I'm Justin. And today we are back with another superfan submission from Jack from Soul Purpose Brewing, which is the sister brewery of Greater Good, which was the last submissions that he sent us. Yes. So... These are um, some interesting-looking beers. Um, I think we've got a couple sours. We've got a crazy IPA that we got to look into. But um, I believe, Mark, you have more of the details from Jack Handy, yes? Yeah, We uh, after we harassed him a little bit over the greater good, which was all in good fun, uh, he he did send us his uh, his notes and his uh, ratings. Oh, excellent. I'm glad he sent us his for ratings. For the, uh, the other beers that he provided. So we, we've got these beers from Soul Purpose, and then we've got... Uh, three more from uh, i think the brewery is arizona wilderness okay th- that we'll get to at some point in the future yeah these are uh this place is based up in uh, massachusetts right yeah worcester 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 is it worcester because there's w-o-o-s-t-e-r and then there's worcester i think it's worcester right yeah but but we I, think, I, believe, I believe they're different places yeah i think yeah. we fucked that up but this is yeah the, uh, yeah, yeah worcester yeah, yeah this yeah. is the session arm of uh of the Evil, the, that, the, the evil that was the greater good imperial version, and from what Jack explained to me, they were in uh, the same building, and there's actually just like half a building, really, and then half a building. Like if you want to be evil, go over here. I feel, I feel like they should have like a, a, a no, like two doors, one with like an angel over it, one with a with a little devil over it, and just be like, which one do you get to go through? There was this weird uh, TV show where you got like the owner of Chipotle was on it. It was a, like a food challenge thing okay. where people had to come up with their own like fast casual chipotle style not restaurants boss. no not undercover boss and one of the ideas was this angel and devil restaurant where you would go to to either get really healthy food or really shitty food and the whole thing every time i like every time this person would talk or do something i'd be like why would you pick the hell like given the option of deep fried cheeseburger yeah. why i'm either would getting you- a deep fried oreo or i'm getting a like a salad like in the same place, it's not going to be very helpful for people like me that have no willpower whatsoever. Yeah, nobody's going to go there for the salad. No, it's like what's what's the cardiac grill or something like that yeah. in Vegas, yeah, where they, they make you sign waivers to order certain hamburgers off the menu. Yeah, yeah. I think what is it? It's a bypass, double bypass, triple, and a triple bypass, and a quadruple yeah, bypass. And if you go for the quadruple, you got to like sign a waiver. It's like forty eight bucks, and it's, you sign yeah. the waiver, and if you eat the whole thing in under an hour, it's free. Yeah. And if anybody has a heart, and I think it's if anybody has a heart attack at the location, everybody whose meal is there is free. Yes, something like something very morbid like that. But yeah. anyway, that's what the uh, the idea of this place reminds me of. The idea of you're going to go somewhere and you're either drinking everything over here is ten percent over, is eight or above. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and everything over here like it's five or less. Yeah, the one we have, one of them is three nine, which I, I you know. As I make beer and drink more beer, I actually sort of appreciate the ones that are lower ABV that I can drink. Right. You know. Uh, a little more of. I think that's a progression every home brewer and every beer drinker goes through. You go to like the the high end of the spectrum, and you kind of scale your way back as you feel shittier when you wake up in the morning. You know, well, I, yeah, and I, Soul Purpose kind of grew out of the uh, uh, head brewer's desires at uh, Greater Good. Uh, Paul Wingender, I think, is that, I don't know, uh, that's a good name? He wanted he, he wanted some sessional beers on hand to be able to drink and. Apparently that was the start of uh, sole purpose. <laughs> the sole purpose of this is to get tanked. <laughs> yeah. um, do you have any other details about uh, sole purpose there? 
Uh, nope. No, yeah, it's just uh, <laughs> nope. we, blank, empty. So there, there, so there, <laughs> the whole, you know, the we, whole scene we've from, got from uh, from we've got uh, the the line from the press release yeah. back in April, which is the all new Greater Good House brand of session beers. There you go. <laughs> this is a huge departure away from our comfort zone of Imperial beers, but boy, did Sean kill it with this one. The uh, all I heard when you said no. Was from Spaceballs in the scene where they're combing the desert. Yeah. And we ain't found yeah, shit. The, guy, the black guys with the pick, and it goes, "Yeah, we ain't found shit." That's all. Like, that's all the way through my mind. But you were like, "Nah." <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, what's the first one that we're drinking from them? It's the Goza, right? Yeah. yeah. So the, the beer is called Thin Air, and it comes at an, an amazingly crushable three point nine percent. I have to tell you guys, I can't put my finger on it. Someone's going to say it. I really don't like how this smells. Like yeah. at all, like something really weird about how this smells. It smells. It smells like tochis. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it smells, smells really, nasty. really nasty, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm just checking. The first sip will Oof. give you an immediate tart characteristic that is followed and complemented by a slight but smooth salinity from the pink Himalayan sea salt. Hints of coriander accompany a strong wheat finish on this perfectly timed brew that will put you in a summer state of mind. And Jack says this one was okay for me. It was a pint. Kind of get like a pine. It tastes like sour pineapple juice. Yeah, this is. Yeah, if if you gave this to me, I would think that there was something epically, epically wrong with it. It, yeah, like it. It has, it has like the character up front. Yeah, but it it's not there on the finish, which is weird. It finishes insanely clean. Like yeah, super it just, clean. The, yeah, the sourness just falls away. It's weird. It really reminds me of like canned pineapple juice. Like I don't, I don't know if you guys have ever really don't like how it smells. Like yeah. tasting wise, it's not. It's not that it's awful tasting. The smell is really, really off putting. I will agree with that. The smell is one hundred percent off putting. But yeah, it just reminds me of like once or twice I've made that mistake of being like, there's juice in the bottom of the can of the pineapple. Like after I'm done cooking, oh, it's been sitting around for a little while, and I'm it. like, I'm like, yeah, I'll drink that. It's just pineapple juice, right? And it's like, nope, that was poor choice, bad. Um. Yeah, the, like I almost want to hold my nose before I drink it because the smell is really not pleasing. No, I mean, it, and I'll be honest, for as unpleasing as the smell is, the, the taste isn't, isn't offensive in any way. I don't get a whole lot of salt on it, like for a goza. I don't get a lot of the uh, acidity from a goza. I get pineapple. Like, there, I definitely there taste is, pineapple. It, no, I mean, it has a lingering salinity on the finish. It definitely has that. But... As far as the tartness from a goza that I expect, like I said, it just like it's there up front, but then it drops off, and it and it's really weird. I've never had another goza. Goza is more of a, usually more of a punch in your face, of flavor, a little more than this. I feel like everything about it is very subtle. Um, I'm gonna I see I feel the salinity, less than I it taste bil- it, it, but builds. I feel it yeah. in my mouth as I've. As yeah, I've had I'm a couple getting... sips, I kind of feel like I've like there's been seawater in my mouth that I had to rinse it out and like spit it out. Like I kind of have that leftover salty feeling on the inside of my cheeks. I don't really get much of uh, the citrus character from the coriander, though. No, no, I'm gonna agree with you on that one. I mean, it's it's we didn't really talk about it, but it's uh you know it's got like kind of a white color. Yeah, to it. it's it's Pale straw colored and very hazy. Right, yeah. I mean, it, it looks just like a goza should look. I mean, visually speaking. Um, I'll kick the ratings off. I'm going to give it a pint. 
again, the, the the smell aside, it was it was very weird, odd smell. But the it's not a bad beer. It just it, it's a little little flat overall, not in carbonation, just in flavor. It's a little like even in flavor. The salinity builds yeah. a little bit. You definitely some pineapple notes. Just not a I don't know. Just not, just not wowing me. How about you, Mark? What are you thinking? Um, I'll give it a pint as well. Uh, I I think Jack had it right. Like, it's okay. Yeah, I'm gonna. It's well, definitely not the best goza I've had. No, I can think of three or four better off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna stick with a pint as well. Um, I'm glad to try it. Um, but that aroma is really messing with my head on it. To be honest, it's. I stopped. Kinda, sm- I stopped smelling it. I was purposefully like. Yeah, it's, shutting my nose off. Yeah, it's it's just too much. Um, hopefully, um, the second one, which I'm seeing is something, uh, is a tart cherry beer. Yeah, so and looking at is um is interesting to me because I really like cherry flavor. So we're going out of order for uh, the way Jack provided us the notes, and we're going with that just happened as number two, which is uh, a collaboration between Greater Good and uh, Vanished Valuz. V a l l e u, apostrophe Velou. Velou. V a l l e u. It's definitely French. Vanished Velous. Amazingly refreshing take on a fruited kettle sour ale, slightly sour, tart cherry finish, on top of an extremely crushable. There's that word again. Four and a half ABV. Are you adding that in as no, a, or is that Jack's ad- addendum? Uh, that, might, that might be the company line, honestly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I, when I read that, when the email came, I was wondering the same thing: whether or not that was him adding that in okay. there, or if it was just. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not on the can. I don't, I, I'm not sure. Okay. I, I don't think Jack would talk in such. So this one only comes in at 4.5 percent ABV, which Correct. is very manageable. Uh, yes. So. Jack's note for this one is is uh, this one the bartender said is under the greater good label because it was supposed to come out uh, a higher ABV, but it it really should have been sole purpose. Hence why I gave it with the other two. Ah, okay. okay. So this, yeah, I gotcha. Wow, really light. <laughs> I did not expect that color. I was expecting it to be darker than that. That is uh, pretty. That is paler than the last one. It's clear. Well, it's, it's probably it's the clearer. same color, but yeah, exactly. Because it has much better clarity, it appears uh, paler. Yeah. The uh, the head on it is a really nice, like, big, bubbly, rocky, fine head. It's really like... Yeah, I didn't give it a very aggressive pour, so I didn't get a whole lot of uh, head on there. But Yeah, it's uh, pretty treated. laces the shit out of the glass, too. What do you got in the aroma over there, Kevin? Aroma, I'm not picking up a whole lot. No, I was, when I first cracked the can, I got a little bit more of a sour whiff, but from the beer itself, I'm really not picking up anything. I get a very mild tart character, yeah, like, yeah, and I get maybe nothing, maybe a hint of cherry, yeah, a little, a little, the, a little the bit go, of fruit. the ghost of a cherry. I'm right. kind of, I was expecting to for cherry, and I'm looking for it, and I'm like, no, I'm, I'm not getting this, hmm. Yeah, it has a it has a clean lactic sourness, which I expect because it's a kettle sour, and then there's like a ghost of a cherry. Well, flavor wise, I think the same thing follows through. The cherry might be slightly more pronounced in the flavor than it is in the aroma. 
Uh, it's not quite as sour as the aroma would indicate, but it's uh, um, still a pretty pretty tasty beer. Yeah, it's definitely got some, uh, like, I get the impression of a Bing cherry. Yeah. Like, yeah. There, there was once a Bing cherry. Bing. Um, yeah, I think you hit it, Mark, your initial impressions on it really, like, took the words right out of my mouth. It's that clean lactic sour um, and just very faintest hint of a cherry in there. It's kind of nice. I would like the cherry to be a little bit more prominent um, just so that I kind of know that it's there and not just like think I'm having a stroke and think I'm tasting cherries and not sure. You, <laughs> you know? smell toast. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, who's making eggs? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, all I can think of anytime anybody ever says that, and it's not a stroke, it's more it's a brain tumor, but when Mark Green from ER... Like, okay. runs in the bathroom, and he's sticking his tongue out, and he can't stick his tongue out straight. Like, he keeps trying to stick his tongue out, and he keeps going out to the left. Uh, I, know, I know you've brought this yeah. up before, because yeah. apparently it had a great impression on you, yeah, but it it's did. not something yeah. that I... No, I've never seen that one, so I can't judge on that, but... Um, this is a pretty... This is a nice, clean little sour beer. I, I say little, because it's not really, like... It's, it tastes kind of like my first sour. Yeah, it, like it, yeah, and I, 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 I hate to say I, I hate to say that phrasing because it it sounds like I'm belittling them, but it sounds it tastes like it tastes like a very good first draft of a sour beer. I think that I, the way I like to look at it is this is a mass market version of a sour beer. I mean, not not yeah. the mass market, but like I think a, a wide variety of people could drink this beer whether they like they are sour in beer or not. Though, well, okay, there you go. <laughs> It is a mess. Get it? Right. Yeah. I, I see what you did there. I see what you did there. But a lot of people could drink this and 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 be happy with it. Whereas it's accessible. The, That's what you're looking for. It's the, accessible. Yes. The three from the three from uh, Captain Lawrence were were definitely more of an acquired taste than, than this. So the two sours that we had in the Captain Lawrence episode were more of an acquired taste and and also more complex. But again, they took years to make um, versus Absolutely. you know a kettle sour. Yeah. Exactly. Which isn't to say one's better than the other. It's just your own palate. It's uh, just a different thing that they're approaching. Yeah, on uh, my on my end, this would also be a pint for me. It's uh, it's just not complex enough where I want to drink it, and it's not tart enough where I want to I want to keep drinking it as a sour. It's too middle of the road for, yeah. for my palate. Um, I think if the cherry pre- flavor was a little bit more prominent or present, even I would be I would happily make this one into a bomber. Um, but it's just going to be a pint for me. It's not quite hitting it. Um, it's not making good contact for me, you know? It's only bad at about 220. Yeah, I see that. How about you, Mark? Where are your, what's your feelings on this one? So I'm going to agree with you guys and also say it's a pint. If, uh, if the sourness was higher or the cherry notes were stronger, right? it'd definitely rate higher, but as it is, it's just not doing a lot for me and uh jack jack himself gave this one a bomber he okay. said uh it was great both from the tap and the can yeah i mean it needed like you said it best it needed one of those two things i needed a more of a punch from the cherries or it needed more of a uh, a punch from the sourness or yeah. I mean, potentially a combination of those two things but it needed more of a punch somewhere yeah i'm not upset with this beer no at all like and i think this would be a great early flight beer you know, to get it in there and just, you know, and I'm happy to have a sour beer that's not knocking me out that says like, oh man, you're not going to under, you're not going to enjoy anything else for the rest of the day after this run. 
Yeah, it's it's pretty uh, a pretty clean uh, finishing sour. This yeah. it doesn't it hasn't built in my mouth at all. Mm-mm. No, it's. I think they're. I hope they do it again. I hope they run it again and make a couple of, tweak it a little bit either way. And I think then they go from having a, a good beer to a really great beer. Yeah, maybe. probably not just because it's a collaboration beer. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. I can understand that. Not. I forgot that you mentioned it was a. Col- a collab, and sometimes with the collabs, it kind of falls into that mush in the middle because everybody you want to try to make everybody involved happy. Too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah, Venice Valley is also in Massachusetts. You never know. Ludlow, 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 Ludlow. Jesus. All right. So the last one we have is the Easy with a Z. Easy, Easy. Kanye made this beer. E A Z Y. Oh, I thought we were. I thought we were talking about Kanye's shoes. Isn't that Yeezy? Yeezys, yeah. yeah. I was thinking more like Easy E. Oh, Easy. Oh, yeah. No, no AIDS in this beer. Yeah. Fish sticks? Easy <laughs> <laughs> E. Uh, so that was a great movie. The, uh, um, God damn it. You're, you're killing me. I'm blanking. This, the, the movie that came out recently about uh, Easy E and uh, the whole, the whole God, what's the name of the rap? Uh, that uh, Wu Tang Clan? I don't know. No, no, the no, weekend. Um, the weekend. The weekend. <laughs> 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 stop talking. Stop talking, Mark. No, I know the one. <laughs> I know what he's talking about. Yeah, I, yeah. I know the one. The one with the. That's what I do. Cube. I guess yeah, the weekend cube, yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was. I, 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 oh my god! I wow, I'm so we, mad at myself new right now. I'm new, so new mad world at order. Is that it? <laughs> That's pretty cool. It, no, no, it That's is not far off. NWA. NWA. It is NWA. But it is not New World Order. No. No, it's a whole other N word. Um, yeah. Anyway, they, I, I feel, they they feel less than supportive of the uh, police. I'm of course. yeah, I'm fucking embarrassed. I didn't know that. But anyway, that's what uh, that movie was fucking awesome. I heard it was really good. I mean, I, I don't know how legit it was or how true to the you know true to the actual story it was, but the the act the acting was great and the, the movie was insanely. Didn't they get uh, yeah, Cube's son to do it? Was yeah, that, was I think he, so. Didn't he play yeah. Cube? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But that was a that was a, re- a really good movie when we were talking about Easy. That uh, it reminded me of that the fucking depressing end to that movie. Yeah, I, I did not see that one, but uh... it smells pretty good. It's, yeah, uh, I have This beer is is slightly darker than the other two, and um, so this is a four and a half percent session IPA that is hopped with mosaic and azaka. Big juicy notes of tangerine mm. and melon with a smooth and refreshing finish. You can smell the mosaic in it. Yeah. Like I, I think I'm starting to learn that that. Sorry, I'm hitting the mic there. I think I'm starting to learn that this one, that smells mosaic. I I would agree with you. Um, it says haze bomb on it. It is hazy. I'll give them the I'll give them the haze on it. If you look at it from the side, it's hazy enough. Where it I'm, is I'm golden hazy. It. Yes. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll call this one hazy. It isn't you know milkshake like you know like a blackout shade in there, but it's it's it hazy. It does not bring all the boys to the yard. <laughs> well, I'm not sure yet. I haven't tasted it. It might bring all the boys to the yard. But the, uh, the, the IPA is, good. is the pumpkin spice latte for white men. I heard that on podcast recently. Oh, okay. I was just letting that breathe because it was pretty good, and I thought maybe it was all yours. No. <laughs> and I was like, okay. I, yep. I'm, I'm trying to find an argument. I mean, I'm like, matter. that's not me, but yes. Fuck yes, that good. is accurate. That's pretty tasty. Right? That's and, fucking good. And yeah, th- this is pretty nice. A little sweet. Little you said therapy. mosaic and what, what else? Azaka. Azaka. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those two. This is really good. I like the um, 
It's got a. It does have a real uh, like a fruit juice quality to it. I don't get the tangerine, but I definitely get melon. No, I, I'm getting tangerine. Yeah, I would actually yeah. say I get tangerine yeah, more I, I than melon. Yeah, I think when you put the word to it, I'm like, all right, yeah, tangerine. Yeah, I'm not, I like, couldn't put it too much. That's why I said a little bit of fr- like a fruit juice thing. Yeah, um, I would say it's closer to a mandarin, mandarin oranges kind of thing. It's yeah, much sweeter. Yeah, um, it's got almost a little bit of a syrupiness to it as you uh, as you drink it. Um, it de- yeah, it definitely finishes um, on the sweet side. You know, like if you have the uh, the fruit cups, a little, little liquid in there, a little watery, sugary, <laughs> sweet. Not the ones in syrup, the ones in yeah. water. But you still just it just sucks the sugar out of the the fruit and you get that little syrupiness. No, that's very true. The but it still has a a, a fairly. Uh, I said it finishes sweet. That's wrong. It tastes sweet. It, de- it finishes dry. And there's a little bit of a uh, crisp bitterness to the finish. Yeah, it does have just enough bitterness. It's n- it's nowhere near as bitter on the finish as the foam beers. No, no not even close. No, this is, I, yeah, I can drink I really a bunch like of this. this. I really enjoy this one. This what? is hitting that, uh, that juicy feel to me that I really enjoy. The only thing it's missing for me from um, other New England IPAs I really like is the, uh, the mouthfeel and um, the... Uh, kind of the creamy quality yeah but i don't think it needs it it's not that it's just like i i enjoy that part i don't think this particular beer needs that it would need a lot more of the uh the juice quality to, to balance those things anyway yeah and um i don't know the asaka hops like i, I can't place what that flavor is um i feel like they're almost should, like the hop is there in the aroma and there almost should be a little bit more of it in the middle there, like a little bit sharperness to then balance out some of the sweet to it, but I'm I'm pretty excited about this one here. It's uh it hits it hits those uh those uh New England IPA notes that I really like. Yeah, Zaka hops are it's a New Zealand hop. Okay. And uh I, I just pulled it up real quick uh to get to, so I could be accurate. I was gonna say either New Zealand or Japanese, yeah. but I don't it, think Japan makes well, hops. Well it's so. named for the Haitian god of agriculture. The Haitian gun. Yeah. Not, from, not Asian, but Haitian, yes. Right. It, it, Which uh, is not anywhere close to New Zealand. It's named for that. Doesn't mean it's not grown in New Zealand. I'm 99% sure that it's... No, I know. Grown. I'm just yeah. saying oh. that it, it doesn't make oh. a heck of a lot of sense. No, okay, good. Sorry. I thought, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. kind of where I was going. Yeah. Haitian? No, I, I agree. I have no clue. If it was, na- if it was yeah. the... A Polynesian... Maori? Maori. Maori? It was named after a Maori guard. I'd be like, all right, that makes or, sense. Uh, any of the other first peoples of Australia and Oceania. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly, of the prison islands. It's like, that, that's the opposite hemisphere. Why is it named after Haitian? Yeah. Um, it's known for big citrus and tropical fruit notes, and I think I'm getting, like you said, the Mandarin orange. Like, a tropical fruit note is the biggest yeah. thing that I, get, I take away from it, which is why I kind of said fruit juice. Um, and I think it goes really well with the mosaic, because I think the mosaic, if I'm remembering correctly, brings some citrus qualities as well. Yeah, I, I think this is really nice. Um, I'll get started with this one. I'm gonna call this one a bomber. Like I'm, I'm in. I want two glasses of this, and um, it reminds me a lot of the, you know, something that uh, Bobby make up at a po' boy. Like yeah. that, how fruity it is and everything. Like I'd be behind this, and I could drink two of these, and then probably change gears a little bit. But I think they're awesome. What was the ABV on this? Uh, this one is four and a half. Dude, awesome. Yeah. Definitely a bomber. Um, it's almost a growler. 
Uh, but I just it's not it's not all the way there for me. It the a bit, little the, too sweet to me. Yeah, though. a little too sweet. But the 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 balance on it, the bitter finish and everything. It's I'm also just shocked at how much I like um, an IPA. I mean, this is definitely an IPA. It's not like it's a, a halfway IPA that we you know we like more because it's yeah. not it's not all the way into the category. It's all the way there, and I still no. like it this much. So I'm pretty impressed. Yeah. I appreciate this one. How about you, Mark? What's your thing? It's just a pint for me. Like, it's pretty good, but it's still not my jam. Yeah. So, after the one class, I'm going to want something else. Yeah. And I, and uh, Jack said uh, he had this one on tap first, and it was awesome. Yeah. The can was a little bit less spectacular. Okay. But he uh, did declare it a bomber. Okay. Yeah, I... I'm really... I'm, this is the kind of stuff that I really enjoy. I like it that it went um when they hit those fruit notes there. If they can do that, citrus, tropical fruits, I'm happy. It's it's always impressive to me that, uh, you know, this green plant where, like, you know, all the leaves look the fucking same. Right. They end up tasting different. You're able so, to add them so at different points. Right. You add them at different points during yeah. when you're brewing, and they bring out different notes. It's, it's pretty interesting. Um, being someone who tends to brew beers that are uh, fairly standard hop-wise, like oatmeal stouts and stuff that have, like, a standard hop profile. I'm trying to think about ways I can grab cooler hops and maybe do something fun with them. Yeah, I think that's um for that variety for that style that you want to brew with the with the oatmeal style. I think that's kind of tough to incorporate different kind of hops too much. No, you really can't without. I mean, I mean it's so fucked up and weird. Right. Like, what do I mean? Do dry hop and oatmeal style like that? I can't imagine that being any good. I would I would be scared to do it. It might end up being good, but I would be scared you, to do it to spend like if fucking you use New Zealand hops. hops, it probably would be good. The only thing that I'm kind of getting to is I'm like forty dollars in Galaxy. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like how you could almost end up with a. Uh, you had to suck the rest of them through a hose in the back alley. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You call back. That's exactly what I'd have to do to pay for the Galaxy. Yeah. Now I'm trying to think of like how you how you could uh, change the hop up a little bit to create that kind of spiciness note to almost create like an oatmeal cookie kind of effect, you know? Yeah, I mean, you which could, you I, could, I know you're not yeah. necessarily big on those kind of spices, but like I feel like that's one way you could go with it. Yeah, you could use something like a tetanang or uh, a, a saz or something to to lay Pastry stats are it. all the rage. Are they? Pastry stats? Well, I mean, I've, I've definitely seen them, but are they all are they all the rage? Oh, right, really interesting. I know, you know, when we did the Great South Bay the first time, we did, uh, we had that gingerbread. Oh, <laughs> oh gra- Granny J- Granny's Jannies. Yeah, that was terrible. Yeah, that was terrible. No, wasn't, that was gra- part- wasn't Granny Jannies the, uh, the Bellport one? No. Oh, no. That, that no. was a uh, Gammy special recipe. Yes. Okay. That was really or good. Or Gammy's secret recipe. Something one of the like other. That was the sweet potato one, right? Yeah. yeah. That was okay. pretty good. Yeah, Granny Jannies was the South. Yeah. yeah. I remember, uh, the, I'm pretty sure the bottle had like, a thin layer of dust on it when it was handed to me. So that was probably partially it being, you know, not... Uh, I bought it, I think, in, like, February... Oh, no, I bought it in, like, September-ish, and it was uh, a Christmas <laughs> release or something. Like a Christmas seasonal from the year before. <laughs> yeah, that so, one wasn't that great. No, that wasn't that great. That was a very licorice star anise situation, if I remember correctly. Both, both that and Lethal Cupcake were... Lethal, cu- Lethal Cupcake is a, is a good beer. Mark just doesn't no. like it. And I and I understand why, and it makes perfect sense. But uh, Lethal Cupcake's damn good. I'm not remembering Lethal Cupcake. Lethal Cupcake's a really, really roasty um, stout. Which, I, it, I don't know, like, 
the, having cupcake in front of it to me is it makes yeah, that's the problem with the beer because when you buy it, right. you assume it's going to be really sweet, and it is the farthest thing from that. Right. I guess it's a lethal cupcake. You left it in the oven like three hours too long or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's more like a murdered cupcake. Murder cakes. It, it's murder activated cakes. charcoal. <laughs> it's, you're not that far off. I, t- I tend to enjoy it, but I also don't drink more than like one glass at a time of it. Right. Um, this is really cool. Um, it's it's nice when people send us beer. I don't know how else to, how how else to put it other than yeah, that. we love when people send us beer. We put the call out in the last episode. You can uh, find us on social media and everything yeah. if you want to send us beer. And uh, if you want to send us homebrew or drop off homebrew or anything, we're gonna try to work that in somehow, um, and we'll figure that out. We'll, yeah. uh, we'll we will trade you uh, homebrew for Mark or I or both of us, depending upon what you give us if it's worthy. And uh, we can try some of ours, and it would be actually that'd be kind of interesting to get someone to record a. Uh, their review of, of our, our homebrew. homebrew, yeah, and then play it on the on the show. So, yeah, if you if you if we can work that trade out, record it, email it to us, you know, beertasticvoyage at gmail dot com, and we can definitely make that. Oh happen. yeah, That's absolutely, not that hard at all, no doubt. Um, I don't make any homebrew right now, so I can't trade you stuff from me. But I will gladly drink whatever beer you provide to us. Mar- Kevin is happy to provide that service to the world. It's really a humanitarian it's, effort. It's what I do, man. I live to give. I live to give. <laughs> Um, but that's about it. I mean, I think at this point we don't have too much more. No. Um, I want to say thank you to Jack, and I'm really, I really like these two breweries, the Greater Good and Soul Purpose. Like, I'm really interested. I would love to stop by and try both of those. Yeah, uh, I would. Both really, sides of the building. I would wear a Yankee shirt to to walk in there. Um, listen, <laughs> you're talking to the guy here that wore his Yankees cap out outside of you know Fenway the day after. That horrible events happened in 2004. Really? All right, and I got laughed at, and I and I also got one guy that go, "Man, you a crazy motherfucker! You wearing that here today?" And I'm like, "I'm like, <laughs> man, you don't. I'm like, you don't give up on the team just because they didn't have a one good series. I'm like, good luck. I mean, you're probably still gonna lose. Oh, uh, and they didn't. And they did not. And I was wept. Yeah, you see, wearing a Met, being a Mets fan, wearing Mets stuff up there and around no, there. Shit. During, yeah, well, they did for a long time. Now they don't. Because yeah, now they're past it. They've won some shit, so now it's over. But yeah. before that, ooh. Hey, just remember, you know what's between Bill Buckner's legs, right? What? A championship. <laughs> oh, that's fucked up. There you go. I enjoy that. All, All right. right. On that note, I think it's time to let you guys go. Have yes. a great day, everybody. Cheers. Cheers. If you enjoyed Beertastic Voyage, please be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to review and rate us. The guys can be found online at www.beertasticvoyage.com, on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash beertasticvoyage, and Twitter and Instagram at beertasticshow, or send them a good old-fashioned email at beertasticvoyage at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and cheers for local beers.